Maybe this is just the prequel to Watchmen. No, she is Rorschach. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe she is Rorschach. <laughs> I always thought Rorschach was a young black female. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Horrible Friends, the podcast in book club format about horror movies. And this week we have Choose or Die. So listen to this podcast or die, I guess is the option. Uh, starting off, my name is Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And the way this is going to work is we're going to tell you a little history about the movie. We're going to tell you a little bit of the movie itself, the plot. We're going to riff about it. We're going to joke. We're going to laugh. We're all going to laugh or die. And uh, then we're going to give you our little patented spookometer uh, video game edition. And then we're going to let you go home. So starting off, uh, Mr. Dan, do you happen to have any history about this movie? Yeah, so Choose or Die. So continuing our trend of amazing movies that came out in 2022, we have Choose or Die. So first off, we have our director and one of our co-writers, which is Toby Meekins. This is kind of Toby Meekins' first like big movie that he's directed. He's done a lot of shorts in the past. He did shorts like Breathe and Floor 9.5 and Lot 254. So the other writers that we have, we have Simon Allen. Simon Allen has been known for writing things such as Floor 9.5, Breathe. He's also done some episodes on The Watch, which is a TV series. And then we have Matthew James Wilkinson, who's re- really typically producing things and has produced things like Floor 9.5, Side by Side. He helped write and he also helped to produce Last Train to Christmas. So. What is that, a Tim Allen flick? What the fuck I, is cert- Certainly that? sounds like it. <laughs> It's like someone got Tim Allen and put him into the train to Busan and was like, last train to Christmas? Instead of zombies, it's these wacky holiday hijinks. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I would have loved to have Tim Allen in train to Busan. Who? Yeah, as long as he just keeps making that sound. All of the zombies are Tim Allen and they all make that sound. (laughs) Uh, And it's a great segue to our budget and our box office numbers. It's not a good segue, Mm. but we're segueing. So the budget and and box office, I couldn't find anything because this is a Netflix movie. So they kind of keep their information to themselves. It's kind of harder to quantify box office when it's just on Netflix. So I don't know. Moving on past that. So other 2022 horror movies, you know, we've done a bunch of 2022 horror movies lately. And I figured instead of listing the same movies that, I've been saying I figured we'd put up some ones that maybe didn't get great reviews by uh, IMDb or Rotten Tomato standards. Let's absolutely and, do that. And compare it to those instead. So we have Abandoned. We have Skinnamarink, which I, I hear mixed things about that one. Some people hate it. Some people like it. We're going to have to commit to that one one of these days. It's a mm-hmm. yeah, it's a love hate relationship for sure. We have my one of my personal ones that I want to watch is just Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Nope. I would rather no. abandon that <laughs> that one. <laughs> and then Jarvis's favorite personally, uh, Don't Worry Darling. Oh my fuck. I tell you what, if we ever cover that, I'm going I'm, I'm to take a, I'm, I'm going to do a celebrity shot and let my wife on this one because she absolutely fucking hated that film and she <laughs> will have plenty to say about it. 
So the runtime for this is, as we said, it's very short. It's one hour and 24 minutes. So nice, quick runtime on this. The actors that we have in this movie, we have Lola Evans, which is our heroine, if you will. Uh, she is known for playing things such as on City of Lost Children, Faye, and The Origin. And then we also have Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield may be a little bit more well-known. He's done movies such as Hugo, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and Slaughterhouse Rules. He's in a lot of, not not horror, several movies that kind of have that sci-fi edge. So, Our filming location for this is in London, England. Not Ontario. Ontario. No, nope, oh, not Ontario. I know. thought you had me. <laughs> Taglines for this one are... nothing we don't have any taglines which is what? not so, one okay, so really? appropriate yeah so appropriate well you know i mean the entire like the title of the movie is the tagline it should be because the original movie was supposed to be the the name of the game in which the movie is based around which is cursor it's just it's very difficult to print so it's also a way worse name for a movie indeed yeah yeah tagline level up or die see i did it we did it guys you did one. it you know but it has half the title in there but that's fine. Okay. In no, space, no one can hear you choose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in. Um, nah, I don't got anything. Um, I'm going to awkwardly um out of here and pass it over to Kyle to do that. Well, that sure was awkward. And uh, yeah, we're going to start off. So this movie starts out quick. Uh, we have... An intro to our quintessential bad guy, uh, which is the the game, I guess. We we meet uh, a man. Uh, they probably mentioned his name. I didn't catch it at the time. So, but we'll say, uh, you know, we, we find him. He's got a, a wife and a kid. And the kid's doing some stupid stuff. They're up late at night. Apparently, the dad ends up finding a cool. He's playing an old video game, which is what he's into. This is in the eighties, by the way, and um, or it seems like the eighties, nineties, and then the the no, it can't be. It must have been that same time period. No, I'm thinking about I, I had, it. Nope. I had the same problem as you. I, I I had no idea what year it was. I literally put that. I don't know what year it is. No, it's exactly yeah. three months before the, the main plot begins. So uh-huh. great. Well, thank you for <laughs> finding that information because yeah, I now thinking about it, yeah, no, it had to have been because nobody really changed age between this part and the end of the movie. But so the mother so the, the guy gets his first choice, which is oh, was it uh her ears or his tongue? Yeah, something like that. And so uh, he chooses his tongue as his option because he had to choose or die. Choose or die. We, we get the title card, which is great. And so then the mother cuts out the son's tongue. And then we, we meet Kayla, uh, who is going over to her friend Isaac's house. Uh, Isaac is trying to make a video game. He's a quote-unquote computer programmer. I don't think the dude wrote a single line of code in this whole movie. He's just kind of messing around with um, quote-unquote 3D models. Yeah, not a one. Not a one. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna change the game though he's gonna you know he's gonna make the world different he's gonna by... be somebody no oh, yeah he's doing it um uh, yeah so he's making a game and then we learn that kayla is kind of like a gig worker kind of thing she's she's working like day by day as a cleaner at this at one building and then she finds out that isaac has a uh a game that she finds that it says that it's got a like a hundred thousand dollar hundred and twenty five thousand dollar prize She's very poor, which is very apparent. The both of them are, and they they need help, or you know she needs help, whatever. So she's like, "Let me go check this out." Uh, they're gonna go meet later on, and then 
they they break we meet kayla's mom who's a druggie uh and we learn about this one guy which is a uh, we'll talk about him later that the the drug dealer guy who's just the best representation of a, of a new york accent in this whole film because it is based in sorry it's filmed in london but it's based in new york which is amazing so kayla goes to the diner uh the program boots up this is the second time we get the title. This this whole movie is the title. Uh, so choose or die in the diner with the waitress. I know I'm kind of breezing over this, but the whole point is she she runs the game for the first time. Isaac doesn't show up, and she has to choose what the waitress is going to do. And the waitress is she either has to stop breaking the glass or clean up the glass. And uh, Kayla chooses to clean up the glass, to which. The waitress starts eating the glass and then everybody kind of runs away from the situation. But she beat the level and she moves on to the next one. What do you guys feel about? (laughs) It was a blast. (laughs) A blast in the first chunk of this movie, but I don't think anything else really happens. But go ahead. I'll just uh, I have a choose or die for everyone. But first, I just want to mention just the the, (laughs) and that beginning when you you hear Hal's, that's the guy at the beginning, uh, Mr. 80s man, um, oh, hearing you. his son and wife like yell back and forth and when he finally just picks tongue and then like it's just kind of quiet for a second. And when he <laughs> turns that corner and she's just standing there holding his tongue in her hand. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I had no words. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, that was the easiest choice ever. It was like, pick his tongue or her ears. I was like, his tongue. He's the most annoying kid I've ever seen. I know. Please cut that, that tongue out. Fuck up. Please. Yeah, easiest choice um, in the whole movie, for sure. Yeah. And then the other thing was just with the waitress eating glass. I'm like... There's better ways to have fiber in your diet. But that's not cleaning. It said clean <laughs> yeah, it. I was like, that's not cleaning. You're eating the glass. So clearly, we, we've, I... we've now learned that the game just kind of manipulates its own answers to be what it wants instead of just being like factually like she either eats the glass or you... Uh, shove a glass bottle up your butt until it explodes. Like, like clearly, <laughs> we, we, it's just like, mm, do you want a glass or do you want her to clean up those glasses? Like, come on, game. Like, just be, just be upfront about it. Like, do you, you think, know what this is? Do you think that's how that infamous internet video started? Do you think that's the oh, Robin Joe's? Oh no! A, do you think he was playing <laughs> cursor? I think no. he was playing cursor. <laughs> yes. Gah. Uh, <laughs> you know what that's like kids in the sandbox it's like yes right. it is. either either you deep throat this bad dragon all the way to your intestines or you shove this dildo in your dick hmm. and he was like well all right <laughs> <laughs> i've always wanted to pee more efficiently so here how, do we I, go. <laughs> how do i click both where's that button <laughs> uh yeah I, I will say that you know some of the things that happen in this film are kind of ridiculous they were all ridiculous but also the the um obviously like you said dan the the choice that you make is not the choice that is presented it's like the worst possible option i am curious and i think that the movie does a pretty good job at this of the unchosen option of if she would have continued just throwing glass down what would that have been would she have just kept throwing glass down? Like yeah, it would have been movie. awesome. <laughs> yeah, she just throws all the glass. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> fuck like, the man. Up. Throw the glass down. The, the game's like, I don't know why you chose for her to clean it up. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> that's really me to you. Dan, to your point that, you know, 
eating the glass is not cleaning up the glass. I would argue that anytime I am told to clean up my child's place after dinner, I'm I'm probably just eating the food they've left over. So it, is it the same thing? Who's to say? Jarvis, Jarvis clean up that diaper. Oh, I guess I got to eat it. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> not every situation. <laughs> you were going down that or route. Die. <laughs> yeah. Or die. Yeah. Hey, man, no one talked about eating shit, okay? That's not where we were going. <laughs> but, you know, obviously a, a quick a quick jump from eating glass to eating my child's leftovers to eating the child's poop. It's all Eating, it's all eating literal shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What I enjoyed is that the, the, the game prompt, which, and by the way, I'm loving the single line command prompt. Like that's mm-hmm. like that's awesome. How much fun is that in a game? But I love that it starts with you are in a tavern, and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I probably am in a tavern. This is good. I'm setting it's setting the scene. <laughs> this is good. You're in a tavern. Do you want to cut out your song's tongue or cut off your wife's ears or drink thirty yeah. more tequila shots? Mm. I'll take the tequila, please. All right. Um, before Kyle gets going, who wants to hear my choose or die? I'm do please. it. Do it. This this just. Popped into my head as soon as we started. Um, your options are either to uh, squat down balls first into an open flame or have three homeless men piss on you while maintaining uh, eye contact. Choose or die. They can piss on me. Yeah, piss yeah. on me. R-, <laughs> R. Kelly, me, baby. R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly, mi- minus the pedo part. But R, R- oh, Kelly. Well, yeah. are, they, right. are they cool hobos? Like, Really? No. You know, they're like cool dudes. <laughs> no. Nope. No, they talk down to you the whole time. No, they're back. <laughs> oh. oh, they're demeaning me. Yeah, they're demeaning <laughs> you. Even, even better. Even fucking better. Yeah. No kidding. Two things. One, fuck her mom. Her mom's the most selfish piece of shit ever. Her mom's like, I want to die, and she's like, Yeah, but mom, you got me. And she's like, I want to die even more now. This is you're just <laughs> the worst. Her mom <laughs> literally picked the option of like, do crack. Or, you know, handle your trauma or die? like a reasonable adult. Or die. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I would like to do the crack and die. Can I do both of them? <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll allow it. You can choose and die. And and the second thing is Lance. His name is Lance. Let's be clear. Oh, drug dealer. The yeah. nicest drug dealer you will ever meet. And I think it is a perfect depiction of him. Sort of. I mean, he does want to bone your mom. Yeah, well, like, look, everyone in middle school and high school said they wanted to bone my mom. So, like, Lance just fits in with that crowd and uh-huh. and all the 12-year-olds online that I play Call of Duty against. It's fine. But he also pays my medical bills. Lance is amazing. Like, if that's the payoff, it's all good. So he's, he's a true zaddy. <laughs> Lance is a zaddy. <laughs> He's got a sweet man bunny. He talks like a douchebag. So I feel like he and I would hang out. That's, you know, <laughs> we, can, we can talk about banging your mom, too. I mean, there's no shortage of things me and Lance can talk about. Hmm. Look, I, I just want I just want everyone to be on the same page that Lance is a cool dude. Probably the best character in the whole movie. How do we feel about his accent? You know what? I was just so besmitten by, by besmitten. besmitten. <laughs> is it... <laughs> I'm making up words. Uh-huh. That's that's how no. that's how overcome with a. Uh, emotions i was yeah uh he had like the new york accent like it was it was pretty good i mean and that it was it was just overplayed and and just wonderful nobody has that accent lance did over overreach a little bit he was like he was like trying to bone the daughter too he he overreached just a little bit that's a step that's a step too far 
Yeah, bone your mom? Okay. Well, he was trying to choose. He didn't want to die. <laughs> choose fair. or die. The daughter or the mother. No, it's they. Ha- she chooses to blow him or his mom's going to die because now she has a dependency on crack. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to move on to level two. Uh, so level two, things are continuing onward. We kind of forward in a little bit to where Kayla's back working at the... Uh, giant building empty building and two empty floors they have to clean i think uh the company's like kismet or something like that something um, like that, yeah yeah that's something with a k but uh th- her and this other woman are cleaning and it hits 2 a.m and guess what time it is it's time to play the game so there's a computer suddenly and that computer the whole room turns green she runs over to it she gets a call from her mom that, that the rats just was mentioned in the scene kind of right before this there are rats in the walls except now the rat is out. So her mom is actually part of the game. And so she has to, would you believe it, choose or die. And the choices this time are different directions that the mom, or that she is choosing the direction of the rat. And she is also talking to her mom on which direction to go to get away from the rat. But the rat wants meat. So she directs eventually the rat to the room because it's the only option left or, or she'll die. And uh, she tells her mom to jump out the window. And so she does. And Caleb busts up the PC and she gets fired. And then she goes and checks out the apartment. It shows that the, the game is actively interacting with the world. And we're starting to see the, the true powers of, of Cursor. And that's level two. Yo, they were broke before. Wait till you see these medical bills. <laughs> like. I know. I was looking at the same thing. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is a true curse. Honestly, I also just kept thinking, like, man. You don't fuck with these New York rats. <laughs> Not at but, all. But, 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 you know who mm-hmm. was there for the rescue, right? Lance. Lance was Lance. here for the rescue. He's like, you want me to pay your medical bills? I got you, girl. Don't worry about it. Like, no strings attached. Just have, a little, just have a little cracker. Just, just take some heroin. No strings attached, though. Like, you don't even have to pay for the heroin. Just take it. I'm just a friendly drug dealer. Yeah. Just your neighborhood friendly drug dealer. Lance is the man. He's oh man. <laughs> <laughs> also, I did love the actual little animation of what she said. Mom, jump out the window, and it, it <laughs> just says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, the, the game, or sorry, the, the movie does utilize the game, like the you know late eighties, early nineties style of retro gaming fairly well. And and I will say that like, as Jarvis was saying that the single line text input for these types of um, pretty much like Sierra is, is very well known for these uh, like yeah. text adventure games. Same concept is that's pretty much that this whole game is do the thing that I tell you to. It's like digital Mad Libs or die or die. Exactly. Or die. I got to tell you when I started the movie, I did not have make a giant rat eat your mom. Great on my horror horror movie bingo card. <laughs> you know, neither did I. But I was. I not did upset have an overly it. friendly drug dealer who wants to bang you and your mom uh-huh. on my bingo you card. You did have that one, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure, right next to my free space. Yeah, man, that was a that was a super trippy scene. Just conceptually so strange, but I loved that because it, this this movie, like the concept of it, is not it, it's a, not something new, right? There's plenty of uh, horror movie video game stories, but I really appreciated kind of how out there they went specifically with this one that was that was weird and i loved it yeah i don't disagree it was definitely it there's some play to have in these and i think the way they get the way that they were able to get away with some of these prompts and these like 
kind of out there concepts is unfortunately uh, there was no budget left after girl eating glass, I think is where the money starts to run out. Um, Mm -hmm. So a lot of the stuff that happens like about this point onwards is like either in video game land, which someone did obviously have to create, which is still money. Um, But there's, there's very little like, it's like video game land or off screen. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. You're saying they spent too much money on the glasses that they used to break. I think so. You think so? Well, I, <laughs> I had a good alternative to that. They could have, their glasses in the diner could have been made of Legos. And then uh, they smashed ooh. those on the ground. And No, we're not trying to make this, you know, NC-17 like rated X picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, but can I, can I just blow your mind for a second? This is NC-17. Really? really? Yep. Was this not? Yeah. Wow. What? How? I, I tried to get on the, the horn with uh, old Toby to, to figure it out. And, uh, y- you know, his, his PR team was like, don't email us. So um, <laughs> stop calling. Still still waiting to hear back. Fair enough. Well, uh, the IMDb shows it as uh, like MA-17, like what you would see on like, like what you would see like South Park being rated on like Comedy Central. Hmm. I don't know what that means. So, I, I don't I don't think that is the same as nc-17 well we can we can just strike all of that from from this episode and there you go we can agree to disagree (laughs) yeah we can agree to disagree i mean again i don't know what the difference is so it doesn't matter to me i will say though that yeah they they used all their money on the tongue cut out and the eating glass and then i guess the budget on on blood at that point because yeah everything's like off screen and i don't know and it was it makes for some compelling stuff because it uses the video game, which I think is fine. Also, we're 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 getting. Um, I think at this point, she also has turned the game into a, a phone application, so she can play the game on on the go, which is amazing. Uh, right, that she was able to do that. The <laughs> fact that she's living in squalor and uh-huh. like her, she is essentially just—they're painting her to be like the hacker persona that uh-huh. that's so often used in movies, and the fact that she can she can convert what archaic html type text that creates this game you know juxtaposed of course with like the demonic text the otherworldly shit that creates all the things that happen in real life but the fact that she can put that onto a mobile application near seamlessly i i think someone needs to hire this this lady yes uh i think that that kind of actually is a pretty good segue into level three so level three, we have Kayla uh, going back to Isaac's apartment. She's freaking out. Obviously, she realizes the game is actively. Uh, she kind of knew from level one. Uh, level two definitely showed her that it's actively in, like impacting her life. So she went to Isaac's house. They they want to try and figure out what's going on with the game. Uh, they do capture the dial up sounds or whatever, and they were able to figure out. I don't know. They did some bullshit, and you know they hacker manned into it. They have to choose the blue door or the red door, and they put their ears up to the doors. And the blue door, uh, Isaac's like, "You never choose the red door," which I agreed. I was like, "Don't ever choose the red door." 100%. She puts her ear up to the blue door, <laughs> and it's like, "Die!" And she's like, "Well, I don't. Let's not do that one." Yeah. Let's <laughs> so red? Uh, we're gonna go red. We'll go. Yeah, red. we're gonna go red. So they go red. Uh, they make their way into the red location. She ends up in a public pool. And uh, this whole time we get uh, we're trying to understand like how uh, Kayla's brother has died. They mentioned it a couple times that he's got to go swimming or whatever. So he, her brother dies by drowning um, and she has to at this point choose between Isaac or her already dead brother. 
and I guess bring one of them back to life. And I think objectively, she made the right choice. Uh, she chooses Isaac. And uh, Isaac comes back to life. And so she ends up having to actually choke her own brother out for to make this happen, which is wild. Incredibly um, vindictive of the game. Yeah. <laughs> pretty that's rude shit. And dick that's move level game. three. Dick move. Yep. Full on dick move. So the matrix similes in this movie border on annoying. Like the red and blue <laughs> yeah. door. Uh-huh. The the fact that um Asa Butterfield's character just has like a just an entire wall of IT related gadgets. Uh-huh. It felt like Neo in the beginning of the first Matrix, and it was it was a little agitating. That's what everyone thinks IT people are like. That's what every movie paints IT people to be like, and and no, that's that's not it at all. Correct. I have a choose or die. Okay. Let me hear it. Choose or die. Eat a hundred bags of Sour Patch Kids, or scrape your tongue for thirty seconds with a cheese grater. Sour Patch Kids. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure the Sour Patch option will inevitably lead to death. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going cheese grater. Well, he didn't give a time limit on the Sour Patch Kids. Ah, using the genie logic here. Yeah. So ah, I'm, immediately, ba- ba- I'm immediately going with, before he can try to addendum it, I will take the Sour Patch Kids and eat 100 bags over however much longer my 100 life years. One, one a year. 100, yep, one a year. <laughs> one yeah, but Chris, the, the game is going to continue to get louder. The beeping will increase. It will hurt your uh, ears. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to, yeah, I mean, there's no way you're going to be able to or, extend that over 100 years. Or you're going to be yeah, like, I cut my ears off. Oh, okay, that works. <laughs> eat Sour Patch Kids or cut your ears off. <laughs> <laughs> the game's going to be like, eat 100 bags of Sour Patch Kids. You're like, I got that because you didn't put any time into it. And then it's going to force feed you 100 bags all at once. <laughs> yeah, just it's just going to be Yeah. Yeah, so we're. We're gonna move over to uh, level four, but uh, also real die. quick. Hold I'm on, sorry, choose or die. Um, no, choose or die. Oh, God. Would you rather poop for an hour straight or pee for an hour straight? Poop for an hour straight. Pee for an hour straight. Poop for an hour straight. Really? Oh I yeah. Think I'd just, I think I'd like to pee for an hour straight. Yeah, it feels so good. And just give me like some water so I could just keep like drinking so I don't dehydrate. I think it's mainly if I if I'm going into the bathroom not knowing I'm about to pee for an hour, I'm gonna be upset because I'm just standing there holding my dick. (laughs) I could, but if I knew I had to do it for an hour, like before I walked into the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, but you're in a bathroom, right? So say you go to your full bath, not your half bath. But half bath would be a bad choice. You're probably gonna go to your half bath. But say you have a full bath. And then you could just step from, you could step from the toilet and just walk into the shower and just pee for an hour. You don't have to flush. You know, it's yeah, good, a good to point. go. Yeah, I could just walk away from the toilet and just walk into the shower. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, okay, you know, I changed my mind. If yeah. I pee for more than ninety seconds, I have been in an incredible amount of pain in the moments <laughs> leading up to that. So I can only imagine. I mean, more times than not, it feels like my fucking balls just got kicked with a you know a pair of steel-toed boots. So <laughs> like kidneys it, are malfunctioning right, at this yeah. point. <laughs> like so if it's for an hour, I mean, that's just miserable. Now, shitting for an hour. Have you guys ever had castor oil? You guys ever you guys no. ever taken castor oil? You will have no problem shitting for an hour straight. 
easy day. Easy day? Easy day. Can can I just say this is miles more interesting than, than this, this movie, movie and I, that we're talking about? <laughs> this is so much more interesting. But that, like a, a whole hour, you got to flush a bunch of times. That's like a lot of work. You got to. It depends on how much of a gentleman you want to be. And quite frankly, <laughs> I didn't want to be one at all. So yeah, you know, if you were outside and you just kept pooping, see that sounds hour. worse. Yeah. What 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 what, are, what is my situation outside? What's my external surroundings? I don't think this game is going to let you get to the bathroom. I think it's just going to make you start immediately. <laughs> just, just shooting oh, in the gaming chair, huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> at first, it's the worst. You're like, oh, God, this is the... after like minute eight and you're still going. At this point, you're like, all right, well. All right, I got to yeah, go on YouTube. Not, there's not much I can else. do. I'm just going to sit here and wait till this is over. Like, Yeah, see, uh-huh. it, might as well watch some great videos at waterfalls or something i will say yeah. with, with the pissing option I, I feel like you can get up and walk around like oh wow i'm not i'm not stopping all right well let me let me just throw a jug an empty jug of milk on the front here duct tape that and i can you can still walk around and do things <laughs> where's the other option i mean you are you, you're glued to you're one stuck. area man you ain't yeah. going nowhere yeah so consensus is p for an hour gotcha um yeah. <laughs> So when I first looked at, like, before I watched the movie, I looked at the cast list. I was like, oh, man, the number three billed actor of the movie is Robert England playing Robert England. Oh, man, he's going to have a major role in this movie. It was he was on the phone. Yep. Didn't see him once. Nope. <laughs> and I just sat there like, that's the budget. That was, fucking, that was the budget. They had yep. to get Robert England for five minutes on the phone. Ah, uh, I was I was partially annoyed at that. I was like, "Oh, come on! You couldn't give me an actual face to face scene with Robert England. You paid for him." Huge letdown. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't available, so uh, uh, clearly anyway. not. <laughs> let's let's go to level four because guess what, guys? We're such good programmers. We have hacked the dial tone to figure out the location that the program and the call is coming or where you called to uh, is coming from inside the house, but it wasn't, it was coming from Coiler, New York, a number of hours near the finger lakes up from New York city. I got to give them credit. The finger lakes. I got to give them credit. Usually they're like, Oh, I don't know. It's probably a couple hours away. And then, you know, it's uh, nine and a half hours because everyone forgets how large New York state is. No, they got it right. It's about, you know, six hours away four or five hours away. They're doing okay. So they get there. Uh, there's a driving montage that's also digital and kind of gamey and uh, very strange. Kind of, I I did not like this scene. It was very dumb. The, the, yeah, it really. I was already partially out of the movie by this point anyway. Yeah. But like that, I was like, all right, was that really necessary? No. And the writing, like, was gets, that you just saving money because, like, oh fuck, we don't have five dollars to put gas in that car to shoot a scene. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like driving. They, they ran out of a lot of money, and the script gets worse somehow there's a um I, there there are a number of, of of dialogue lines that i'm gonna mention in a little bit but like i whatever it, it so they get their uh driving montage they break into the this old warehouse they find out from an old videotape that uh the curse can be both a curse and a blessing from a man who is from the 80s it turns out he is the 80s and he is controlling the computer and he is controlling the the game sort of and not at the same time I don't, I, this is yeah, he's weird. like the fucking developer of it and he somehow yes. harnessed this curse into a fucking video game and they they mm. kick 
they kick uh, Isaac. They they were they were like it's now 1984, and Isaac falls into the 80s and is stuck in this weird like hollow kind of 80s vibe going on, and then he just starts puking videotape. And I guess the choice is to either go forward or to go backward, and um, uh, rewind or go for, or fast forward or whatever. And um, she doesn't choose one; she just keeps going back and forth and prolonging his inevitable death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, she, yeah. she did the opposite. She didn't choose at all. I mean, it should have been like choose or die. Deep throat four miles of tape film or butt chug four <laughs> miles of tape film. That would have been a good choose or die. Uh-huh. Instead, it was go fast forward or reverse, and she just kept doing it. And you know, this guy's just like dying, just puking up. Go tape, you, you pick one already. <laughs> Pretty much, he's like just choose one. Uh, and then uh, like, this so, yeah. is, she's enjoying it. She's like, ah, it's funny. It yeah, comes right. out, it goes in. It comes out, it goes in. <laughs> Rollo, please choose. <laughs> please just do it. Eternal damnation here. It's the worst. Uh, so she's. So he dies, and then as he's dying, he's like, "You're okay, whatever." Uh, this scene happened. It- <laughs> not gonna lie, I wouldn't have said something like, "You know, it's not your fault." I would have kind of been a little petty at that moment. Like, do you really have to make me deep throat and vomit fucking videotape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you make the choice, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, we've been over this. Also, uh, I just thought it was really weird because. Like in the last level, she was hit with the conundrum of like, oh, do you kill your best friend or kill your dead brother again? And and so she shows up I'm like, all right, well, you know, there's already the point of, you know, we kill Isaac. And then the next level, like, all right, well, fuck you. I want you to kill Isaac. Yeah, it was like, I don't care about your choice. Yeah, about I don't that? care about your choice. You got to <laughs> kill him again. So what I wanted to see was obviously the fast forward happened where he just puked up the tape and that was that. Uh, I wanted to see a rewind where like he just becomes. Were you hoping it was going to go all the way back out and like maybe come out his ass? Because that's no. what I was expecting. If it I was, was hoping rewind. that the tape would go fully rewound and then his life would just like play backwards. Like he would turn into like a teenager and then a child and a baby. Oh God. Ooh, like, okay. Well, they would have Benjamin buttoned his ass. Correct. Like in, and she could have watched his whole life like disappear, and then he just like poofs into nothingness. That would have made him much more impactful than puke up tape. Yeah. So like, they, they could have done a lot of interesting things with that. I think the tape was actually kind of funny, but it it just didn't. Again, just strange aesthetic choices. It almost makes it seem kind of like immature, like the whole movie. Like this, this movie literally seems like a an elongated, slightly better funded episode of Nickelodeon's "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Did you guys get that kind of? Yes. 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 And I think you you hit it there. It it's funny. It it takes away the horror. It does. Like, yeah, it takes me out of it a little bit. It is not a horror comedy, but it was funny. It feels like it's it's a horror for for kids, for like teenagers. Yeah, this does seem this has some like preteen energy. Agreed. Like, yeah, there's a little bit like of preteen 11. angst. Yeah, like you're 11, 12 years old, and you're like, mom and dad are asleep. Let's watch Choose or Die. I heard it's terrifying. Yeah, I get it. So we're going to uh, go to level five now. So I, 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 may, I watched this movie, and I blacked out for a small portion of this. This is where I, I guess I checked out. She finds somehow that she needs to go find the, the boss, the, the what they're calling the, the boss fight. And uh, she's got a... She's got to go find where this guy lives. She figures out where he lives, apparently, uh, after a montage. And then uh, she makes her way to a house in the suburbs. And who do we find but our original dad with the son and mother. And the son is missing an eyeball. 
and his tongue and is like emotionally scarred. And we learn that the the father is considered the final boss for whatever reason. And he was both like, he was like, oh, that's great. And he's like, but wait, hold on. Now you're the hero. So uh, he got pretty upset with that. And then what comes out is actually a an interestingly thought out battle where the only damage that you can do to the other person is by doing it to yourself. I thought that was cool. I thought that was fine. And so there's a back and forth battle of a knife being used to slit or to stab in the hand. And that's where we do that a couple times. We get like, you know, heads bashing up against things back and forth. Then a gun, someone brings in a gun and starts shooting the wrong people, I guess, which is, you know, again, it's it's played out pretty funny. I don't know about um, wrong people. Well, yes, the so, right and the wrong. Dad, you led to mom cutting out my tongue, and I don't have an eye, and it's, get, fuck you, dad. But Well, actually, no, because the son was, uh, the, the son who's missing an eye and a tongue ends up on the dad's side. He's like, straight up like Stockholm Syndrome. He's like, the dad's like, well, shoot shoot me, which means you shoot her. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he fires in it. So he's, he's all about it. And the mom goes the opposite direction and grabs the gun and shoots her so that he gets shot. And then the final scene is of the dad finally realizes that he can slit his own throat to slit hers, which obviously. And so she falls into the pool with a random lawn ornament. It was like a like lawn statue yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, your average lawn statue. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so she falls into the pool. She drowns, or she drowns, which means he drowns, which I thought that was actually pretty interesting. I thought that was a pretty decent effect. So she wins, apparently. She beats the game. And she then gets the powers and then our our drug dealer friend, he had asked earlier what, uh, you know, how much would he have to spend for an hour of her time, obviously propositioning her for sex. And uh, so she says 20 bucks an hour you game. And so that gets him part of the game. And she tells him, I guess she forces him to slam his face into a bunch of used needles because, you know, that's what you do with your used needles. You kind of leave them bloody and you leave your- them needle upwards in a giant uh-huh. sink uh-huh. <laughs> look lance was just trying to clean out the syringes for the community okay he was <laughs> just performing a public it. service he's uh-huh. a good guy he was also guy. trying to clean out his syringe with her yes is that a, is <laughs> yes. That a euphemism yes Wait yes go. for his no. penis uh-huh. <laughs> uh and then so i guess she now has superpowers the original developer guy is like good job i use damn the best and now you also are kind of the best let's shake hands and then the movie ends it's very strange it's very abrupt it's uh yeah. awkward and and the end of this gave me the feeling of a superhero origin story like i was like oh so she's a superhero it was very kind of yes. like death note kind of thing i was getting death note vibes as big well. time yeah because like don't they say like what are you going to use it for and she's like I'll use my powers for good or yes. some shit like that. Only to those who deserve it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's like she's killing the bad guys. I get it. Yeah. But who decides who deserves it? Uh, wow. And now, gentlemen, I would like for you to answer a question. Oh. Count Chocula, the Trick's Rabbit, Tony the Tiger. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one, choose or die. Go. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, hmm. So Count Chocula, the Trick's Rabbit. Or Tony the Tiger. Tony. Oh yeah, I'm fucking Tony the Tiger. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Tony's a daddy, right? Oh yeah, he's so muscular. He's, a, he's so yeah. beefy. Yeah. You know uh, what? Oh, you good for sure. I'm gonna marry Count Chocula because I think he'd be good at finances. 
and I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tell me how you came to that conclusion. (laughs) Well, he reminds me of the Count from uh, Sesame Street, so I'm assuming they're all the same. All vampires (laughs) are good at finances. Um, Is that monsterist? uh, Maybe. Uh, Come at me, vampirists. Um, (laughs) Vampirists. Then, yeah, I'm killing the Trix Rabbit because fuck that guy. Uh, Well, I will do the same as at least fuck Tony the Tiger. But I'm probably going to marry the Trix Rabbit. He's always just being hounded by children and being told that, you know, his food is not for him. And I just want to give him a, a, a safe environment to eat his tricks. And then, you know, we can go out into the neighborhood and, like, punch all the kids in the face if that makes him feel better. And Cal Chocula only shows up once a year and then thinks I'm going to still love him again after being gone for 364 days. So, no, I'm going to kill him. But he cares for you. No, no. He <laughs> started showing up with his friend, you know, Booberry and Frankendick. Like, no. <laughs> the sensuality in which you said, but he cares for you, leads me to believe that you have some like, <laughs> strange Count Chocula sexy fan fiction somewhere <laughs> on your hard drive. And I want to read it. Horriblefriends.com slash fanfic. <laughs> all right. I, I guess I'm just throwing it all up a little bit because I'm going to. So I'm going to kill Count Chocula because I don't fuck with vampires. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck the tricks rabbit because rabbits, you know, they they they're like they into fuck fucking rabbits. They yeah. fuck rabbits. Fuck. So like that's that's going to be, you know, rabbit. So um, there you go. And uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to marry Tony because I really think once we have a son. He's going to be the guy that you want to throw the football to him. You know, he's going to be like, go long, son. Yeah. And oh, and things I, are going to be great. I think great. it's a nice. I think gr- things, things are going to be great if you married Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, catch, son, was great. Oh, you're ready for some sex tonight, honey? It's going to be great. <laughs> After a day, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready for me to frost your flanks? Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was outstanding. Jarvis. Jarvis, what's your <laughs> It's like how do you how do you follow after Chris says I'm about to frost your flakes? <laughs> what do you do? Uh I hey, you know what? I think I think much like this movie, it's it's too binary for me to give you the answers. It's either you know, it's either choose or die, it's either, you know, Tony the Tiger, the Tricks Bunny, or 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 count chocolate. And you know what? I, I like the fact that there are variables in life. I like that there's some mystery. So I want you, the listeners, to tell me what you think my answers are. So uh, yeah, c- come find us on social media. Jarvis is going to die. <laughs> uh, yeah. So before we jump off, I like I said, I had I have two lines of dialogue that really stuck out to me that I had to bring up. I think just the way they were portrayed was bad. Uh, so this was... This was Isaac talking to Kayla, and he says, it's not your fault. This isn't when he actually dies. This is some other point about her brother being killed at the pool or whatever. And she goes, it still doesn't change the way I feel. And I was like, that's not that's not deep. That's <laughs> I get it. It's oh, just, he was simping so I know hard. because the other line I have is also from him or from her to him. And she says, are you doing this because you want to help me or do you want to get with me? And he goes both. And then they jump in the car and drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else on the topic at that point. Yeah. Uh, I think that this movie got 
worse as it went along. Like it, it literally portrayed itself in real time, like their budget dwindling. So yeah, um, strange. But if that's all we have to say about the movie, then I would like to go ahead and move over to uh, the spoopometer. Dan, what are we doing here? So I, I remember us. Uh, we might have been off air, but we talked about bringing in some more old episode kind of jokes and stuff. So, and what better way to end this episode than a choose or die? So, choose or die. Would you watch this movie again or Dr. Sleep? <laughs> oh, so, it's on yes. a scale of choose or die to Dr. Sleep. Is what <laughs> Here's our scale. It's going to be the easiest how... scale you've ever made. Yeah, I guess it's it, this is pretty binary, I guess. It's the, it's the most straightforward one for sure. Uh I think if I had to choose again, this movie offered no spoop, so I am not afraid. So both of those movies are not scary. But if if one god. It, this is an actual hard one. I'm, I'm a little conflicted with, honestly the more I know I, about I am. It, yeah. I'm I think it's got to be I think I like how quick this movie was. Choose or die. I feel like a handy gloving would have helped this movie, but it doesn't save the tremendous piece of shit that was Dr. Sleep. So uh, yeah, choose or die. I'm going to pick choose or die just because of the length. Not necessarily not that the I enjoyed not the, yo, You not, beat me not, by a second. By a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I think Dr. Sleep was more entertaining, but it was longer. So that is why I'm picking Choose or Die. Dr. Sleep. <laughs> it's I, not Chris's answer. It's it is 100% my answer. <laughs> I, would rather, I would rather watch that movie so many more times than this thing again. And you know what? That's fair because we all have opinions. Some are wrong, but we do all have opinions. Yeah. So. <laughs> I tell my students that all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say goodbye to everyone. If everyone's okay with that. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, hanging out, doing our thing here. I want to thank Andrew Cavanaugh and Connor McLeod. Uh, you can find all their information in our podcast description. You can also find uh, all of our contact information. Like we said, you got to figure out what, tell us what Jarvis should do. He's got to he's got to fuck Mary kill one of these serial monsters and we got to figure out which one it is. So tell us. And beyond that, uh, thank you for listening and, you know, show up next time. If you would, Chris, between two options, if you had to choose or die, what would you tell people to do? Thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time. I guarantee that if we did a Florida man version of choose or die, it would be way more funny. It would be more intense. It would be like watching a, what was it, crank? With- <laughs> yeah, it would be like that. <laughs> choose to do something movie. insanity or die. And it's like, yeah, that's Florida. That's every day. I think, I think the Florida man would like outdo the, the horror guy in this. They'd be like, eat all this glass. Or shit glass out of your asshole, and they'd be like, I'm already doing it. What's next? Yeah, one's gonna follow the other. This fill is stupid. <laughs> it's like, 
do bath salts or do heroin? He's like, I'm doing both. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. No, no. The funnier thing would be to make them do sensible things, like pay your taxes and don't hit your kids. No! Fuck! No! <laughs> no, no. Or don't hit your kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what did I say? <laughs> your Honor. He's putting words in my mouth. I'm being infringinated on. 